The city of Edmonton and the Valley Zoo are releasing an update early, early this morning on Lucy the Elephant. This has been an ongoing saga in our city. Mm -hmm. uh, and they have continued to take a close look at Lucy's care and her health and what is best for Lucy the Elephant. And joining us on the phone this morning now, we have Lindsay Galloway, who is the executive director of the Valley Zoo. Good morning, Lindsay. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So what we have here, uh, you've managed to put together three reports this time from independent veterinary bodies, is that correct? Yes, it felt this year like one wasn't going to be enough. We've, we've noticed uh, some changes in her health that uh, I think are related to the fact that she's getting older. How old is Lucy? She's 44. Wow. And what's the typical um, age for? Well, healthy large animals in zoos and sanctuaries, uh, Asian elephants commonly live into their 50s. So she's... She's a senior citizen yep. now. So the update, of course, has to do with whether or not, and the debate that's always raged on, uh, whether or not we move her. Right. Well, first and foremost, what we really were looking for this year is good information about what's going on with her. Uh, the team here works really close with her, and they've noticed that uh, her behavior has changed. I mean, she's slowing down. That's really clear to the team. So we wanted to, to get three experts in just to understand what's going with her, on with her health-wise. And we certainly did ask them the question about the risk related to move, uh, which for the last 10 years we've been, we've been told that the risk is too high. But we asked that question again uh, in the interest of getting all the information. And the news really wasn't that good. I mean, overall, her condition is good, as, they, as an old person might say, I'm good for the, I'm, I'm healthy for the condition I'm in, right? Good for the condition I'm in. Sure. Uh, but as a senior citizen, she's got, uh, she's got long-term issues that aren't getting any better. And in fact, uh, the respiratory issue that she has appears to be getting worse. Okay, let's back up a little bit here, first of all. Let's talk about who, who did these studies, Lindsay. I mean, these are some of the world-renowned experts when it comes to this kind of care, right? Yeah, we took a, a look at everybody in the world that we thought might be uh, the kind of person we could bring in to get the kind of expertise that we, we needed. <clears throat> in the end, we settled on, on three individuals. One, of course, uh, is a vet from uh, San Diego who's been looking at her for uh, more than a decade. Uh, and it made sense to bring him in because he'd have the, the closest eye in terms of observing changes. We brought in a uh, another elephant expert who has respiratory uh, expertise. She's a published author with many science papers on elephants. And then we really outside the box, we brought in a, a large animal uh, internal medicine specialist from the U of C. He's a prof there, and uh, he's a specialist in, in uh, respiratory issues with large animals. And so, and he had looked at her before and has no connection to the industry at all. So we really got a, a really diverse set of opinions for people who were really the qualifications are beyond reproach. So what were the findings, if we can put it into layman's terms, what are the issues with uh, Lucy, specifically with her respiratory issues? Well, specifically on the respiratory issues, we found evidence that uh, her condition is getting worse. She's got a narrowing of the nasal passageway. That's why she doesn't, she's not able to breathe very well through her trunk. As mm -hmm. the one vet said to me, she's, it's like she'd be, for her, it would feel like she's breathing through a straw. Uh, so she's a mouth breather, which is just absolutely uh, unusual uh, for an elephant. Causes other problems as well, because uh, she has to, to control her breathing while she eats as well. Uh, but her condition appears to be worse. We took pictures, or rather the one vet took pictures. We compared that to 2016, and we found that the, 
the passageway is narrowing. So she struggles to breathe every day. Okay, so um, obviously, as as Chelsea mentioned, this this basically closes the door to Lucy being moved from the Valley Zoo at any point, right? She's just not healthy enough for that. Of course, this is what we've been uh, we've been told for the last ten years. So right. it's not really new news. It is new, however, that the condition is getting worse. I see. Uh, but yeah, any question of her moving uh, is really, as one vet said, I mean, it would be uh, really unethical to think about moving her. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll take good care of her for the rest of her life here at Edmonton Valley Zoo. We'll be continuing to, to look at best practice uh, on things that we can do to change her routines on our management program here so that we, she can have a comfortable life. Uh, give her the respect and dignity that she deserves. Now, you mentioned, Lindsay, about how, uh, you know, she's a senior citizen. She's 44. An Asian elephant would typically live into their 50s. Were th- did any of these experts offer any kind of an opinion about because she's sick, how much time maybe she has left? Any kind of predictions in that regard? No, no. Of course, we've all got our fingers crossed that right. she lives with us for another 10 years. Um, it really depends on uh, the respiratory issue. Uh, but we'll look at things that we could that we can do to help her. One of the big questions that we'll have to face is around uh, dental surgery. Uh, she's got this is I think we think at the base of her issue is she's got molars that have grown in crooked and and that's affecting the the, the, the shape of her skull around her nasal passages and so love to get in there and 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 remove them but the risk of putting her under anesthetic is that she probably wouldn't survive it and the other question is it's really doubtful that it would make that much of a difference to the condition according to according to the vets we've talked with so uh we we have some tough choices it's like anyone with an elderly parent yeah uh, we've got some tough choices ahead, but we, sh- we hope that we have another 10 years with her and we'll work hard to make her comfortable. So, uh, Lindsay, just to piggyback on that, you know, talking about how you're going to make her comfortable and, you know, give her the best treatment possible. Is there any kind of a plan from the Edmonton Valley Zoo to maybe uh, make any kind of changes to her enclosure or anything, any plans in place to change the way that she's living right now? Anything concrete? Yeah, in fact, Chelsea, that's exactly what we're looking at. We have thoughts about changing her routines and changing her enclosure, things that we can do. Uh, what we intend to do is to reach out to some outside experts who specialize in, in working with geriatric elephants to get their opinions on things that we could, we could do. Um, we want to look at international best practice, so we make smart calls. But we've, as a group, the elephant care management team here have been talking about this for several months. And so we do have some thoughts, and uh, we'll continue to, of course, keep people aware of what the change, any changes we make to her routines and her management plan. All right, Lindsay, um, if we can just pivot quickly, there was a story that caught my attention last week that's kind of interesting. I mean, we, when we talk about zoos and everything like that, the focus has really shifted into conservation and, and species at risk and that sort of thing. And you just launched a new program with, with leopard frogs, which I think a lot of Albertans are familiar with. But just tell us about that program. Well, yes, thanks for asking. I mean, it's, it's a program we're really proud of. We took a receipt of, of 22 northern leopard frogs. Northern leopard frogs are, are highly endangered species. Certainly there's only one population left in, in southern BC. They're at risk here in Alberta. Uh, but there's a good program where uh, we, we take eggs from the wild and we, we 
create a captive population, a breeding population, if you will. And then from, from there, we take their offspring and we put them back into the wild. This is part of a bigger effort, um, but it's a kind of a last-ditch effort to try and save the species in yeah. BC. It's a species that's also a risk here at Alberta. And what's most important is it's about learning how to do reintroduction properly. This is one of the biggest challenges with endangered species, getting them to breed it, uh, in kind of captivity in a zoo environment and then releasing them successfully into the wild is one of the biggest challenges that uh, is worldwide. So the science of reintroduction is what we, we think we can make a contribution to. But the team here is very excited about northern leopard frogs. Interesting. Cool. Some progressive moves then by the Edmonton yeah. Valley Zoo. Uh, Lindsay, while we have you on the phone, I just want to ask this question that came in on our text lines because it uh, does pertain to Lucy. Uh, this person is asking, uh, does her breathing issue uh, put stress on her heart? Is there a likelihood for a heart attack because of the health issues that she's facing? Interesting question. I mean, it's not something that that any of the vets who, who looked at her uh, made comment on. Certainly mm-hmm. one of the things that we are concerned is how the the, uh, the way that she breathes affects uh, her lungs and so as the one vet said it's like a it's like a uh, parent elderly parent with COPD so uh, there's an issue where she, as she struggles to bring in oxygen she really has to work hard to take take breath and there's a concern that uh, that can create uh, draw some some fluids from the blood uh, into her lungs and so that's I mean that's common with COPD in humans as well right. as they work to breathe. So we are looking at all kinds of issues uh, and can, we'll continue to do tests and you know their condition of her heart, condition of her lungs. We're concerned about potential with pneumonia because she's uh, alternating uh, using her, her mouth for eating and breathing uh, which creates a real risk with, uh, with pneumonia. So uh, there's all kinds of issues that we'll, we're looking at really closely. Yeah, she's definitely being monitored and given the best care right, possible. Yeah. Someone, of course, on the text line saying, well, at what point with all these health issues that she's facing, is euthanizing her the most humane option? I think that's pr- the answer to that is probably you're just going to kind of monitor and give her the best care possible and then cross that bridge when we come to it, right? We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. It's something that we do talk about, in all honesty. We we have to do, we do uh, quality of life assessments for all of our animals, certainly those in particular that uh, are older or having issues, and Lucy's in that category. This would be a, that would be a tough, tough call to make. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like any anyone with an elderly parent. Uh, they look ahead and they hope we hope we have it forever. For sure. Um, but we know there's tough choices ahead. Okay, Lindsay, thank you so much for shedding You're some welcome. light on this. We really appreciate your time. Thank you for the opportunity. Take care. Bye now. Lindsay Galloway, the executive director of the Valley Zoo, and uh, of course, a lot of strong emotions whenever you talk about Lucy the Elephant down at the Valley Zoo. Yeah, it has been a contentious issue in the city for uh, quite some time. How long have we had Lucy for? Oh, geez, I, I, long as I can remember, I don't know. And it's been... It's been several years, many, many years she's been a resident of the Valley Zoo. It's been hotly debated for a long, long time whether we move her or whether we don't. It so, has, yeah. Uh, of course, now this meaning that, yeah, Shay, as you said, we're we're closing the door on the option of moving yeah, and she's it, just not healthy enough. And, and the zoo has said that for a number of years. She's not healthy enough to survive a move, but we had Bob Barker come up here, and we know there's a number of groups that, you know, in, in, in the best interest of Lucy, they're concerned for Lucy, and it's completely understandable that they think she should be moved, and I think... If if you, if you spoke to people at the zoo, and um, I, I don't know if they would 
I'm sure they, they would like to see something different to it. They, they, they realize this isn't an ideal situation. I think we're all starting right? from the same place. Whatever right. side of the argument you're on, whether it's move her or don't, I think we all are coming from the same perspective of we all just want the best At for this, this point, animal. what is going to be the best for Lucy? Right. Right. And um, so they did a thorough exam by the sounds of it. They had three vets look at her. Uh, and, and make their best assessment in terms of the quality of her life and, and her health and what the options are available. And uh, as you heard from Lindsay, um, moving her just um, is not an option. It's not something that's possible. It's not something that's feasible. And it would do far more harm than good. So it looks like Lucy's going to be living out the rest of her life at Valley Zoo. And... Um, We'll see where that story goes from there. I don't think this is the last we're going to hear about no, it in it's terms of changes not. It's that were that are not. being made to her care, or maybe um, you know less public. Um, I don't want to call a showing, but maybe she's less available to the public. And I'm sure we'll be talking right. about the changes that they're going to be making at the at the valleys. You it's, know, like you said, with the breathing problems and stuff like that, the activity level is an issue for her as well. So she might, like you say, she might not be out walking around. She might not be, um, you know, interacting with the guests the way she has in years past. I don't know. I guess in the interest of, of full disclosure. Uh, I'm a member of the Valley Zoo Development Society board. I have no connection with the zoo itself. Mm, I mean, okay. we're we're a fundraising arm. Like, if you've been down to the zoo lately, you know the new front entrance and, yes. and, the, and the new attractions and all that stuff. We raise money t- for upgrades for the zoo. That's what we do. Okay. So I have no knowledge or interaction with any of the zoo staff or the zookeepers, or I don't know anything like that. But I just thought, you know, if 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 in the interest of full disclosure, I I do help out. With the Valley Zoo Development Society. Okay, that's fair. But it's a separate arm. We're not actually involved in running the zoo, so... Um, but, well, yeah, I've had a chance to hang out with Lucy and interact with her, and, yeah, I mean, we all want what's best for her. We all want, you know, her to be as happy and comfortable as she can be, so... That's the thing. No one wants to see no, a, a, no, an animal in any not. case deteriorate. So, yeah, but it's been a question for a long time, and I, I think now, like we're seeing on the text lines, now the issue or the conversation will now evolve into okay, well, at what point do we put her down? So, you know, we know that the Edmonton Valley Zoo is giving her the best care that they possibly can. Absolutely, yeah. And that's a question that we'll face, hopefully, down the road. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, like, I mean, what more can be said? It is what it is, mm-hmm. and that's the situation that we're in. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.